0: Today is May 22nd, 2021, and it's time for Episode 9 of Pineapples and Thorns. In today's episode, we go on a wild walk down memory lane with some OG CFF podcasters. It's a little bumpy, so fasten your seatbelts and enjoy the ride. Welcome to the show. We have most of the crew together today. Butters couldn't be with us, but we have Peter. Is his microphone on? Oh, <clears throat> three more for the good guys. And Rusty. All right. And I'm Cap. Kat. Kat's OP. That's OP. Today we're welcoming some extremely special guests to the show. All three of our guests have been hosts of the FF podcast in the past, and they're OG members of the Clash Files family. We're extremely thrilled to welcome them to our show. We have Rancid Meat. Leader of K Farmhouse. Anyong. Hey, Ran. Hey, hey. And Loblaw.
1: Hello, everybody.
0: Currently semi retired. And Halligan. Al, you there?
2: I am. Can you hear me?
0: <laughs> yeah. <laughs> Welcome to the show.
3: Oh, he's so retired that he forgets he even has to talk. Uh, actually, I feel like I'm just recording
4: this ClashFast podcast.
0: I'm for Hal. <laughs> <laughs> Pretty much. So we're super excited to have you guys here. Why don't you give us a little bit of your Clash history? Tell our listeners how you got started playing Clash, town halls you currently play, or the last one you played, and tell us a little bit about the clans you played in. Ran, you want to go first?
4: Okay, well, part of my story overlaps Hal's. In starting the game, both of us started at the same time and ended up... Getting into a clan called Dark Scourge in early 2013, I started playing the fall of 2012. No, 2013 when I started playing, it was 2014 when i met Hell. Right now, I'm a Town Hall 13 still. Most of my heroes are maxed, I think. I gotta actually look. The champ I still need to buy a few hammers for, but she's not too far back. No, I'm still 13. I never made the upgrade because I haven't played for a while. What else did you want to know?
0: How you started playing Clash?
4: Yeah, I mean, it was just a game that came up in an ad or something like that. It just popped up. I remember seeing the Super Bowl ad for it just after I started playing, but wasn't really serious until I got into Dark Scourge, and that was long before war started or anything kind of like that. It was just raid the bases, collect your gold, build your base, and wait for your heroes to regenerate because they took so freaking long. And boost. Boost. Oh, and boosts, yeah, boost. <laughs> I mean we'll probably touch on a bunch of different memories, but you know how to buy uh iTunes cards <laughs> instead of groceries and stuff like
2: Tomatoes. I think we called those tomatoes.
4: Yeah, tomatoes.
2: Gotta to run to the store for some tomatoes. I mean that's the basics of where I started, so how? how about you? Well, like Rand said, I started in 2014, and it was just on a whim. It was uh, something that we went on a vacation, and I was looking at the top apps, and uh, this one came up. I'm like, oh, I might as well waste time doing this. And I played for maybe two months. Sorry about all the traffic. It's actually uh, quieter out here than it is in a house, unfortunately. Uh, with three kids, it gets that way. And I just played for months and months and months before actually joining a clan. I just kept playing solo, and then a friend from high school actually said, hey, do you play this game? We've got this, this clan we're trying to, to make something of. The leader really just lost interest in it, and uh, Rancid and I were, were running the thing. And Back in the day, the other two original podcast hosts, our Cooper Katie and Natalia, were part of the Clash of Clans podcast family, the Kryptonian family. I don't know if they're still around. And they decided that they were going to branch out on their own. Oh, actually, no. We went into Kent Farmhouse together. I did a, an event with them, like a Thanksgiving push or something like that, and fell in love with Kent Farmhouse. It was just awesome. And I'm trying to tell Rance, you got to come here. you got to come here. It's great. This is what we've been wanting to do. Mm-hmm. Did we go together, hmm That's right.
4: You went about a week before I did, finally. You went for that visit, and then you stayed until about the beginning of March, and then you bailed, and then I bailed, and then... MMM bailed, <laughs> YAMO went. Jeez, there was like maybe about a, seven or eight of us that all went over to Kent Farmhouse. It, over maybe about a month. Part of the reason that I had trepidation about going over there in the first place was, A, I wasn't a pusher like you guys were. You went over for a push contest or something like that, and I never, and still to this day, can't and won't lava loon which was what everybody was pushing with. And no, I like my Bargo Barf. And I showed all you guys because I showed up with better heroes than
2: even Coop and Nat had. <laughs> Absolutely. Yeah, that was where the podcast started, at least for the Clash Files. Just started recording out a whim, and it went from there. Let's pause
3: this for a sec. How can you disconnect from voice and reconnect? You're super crackly. like It's hard to understand you. Sure. Yeah. Sure. Yeah, just might
0: be better to get them
1: reconnected. I thought that was just me. I thought I was going a little crazy. Hal turned into a robot.
0: Okay, I'm back. He's back. Yeah, yes. Oh, that's much better.
3: Oh, yeah, that's better. Much better? Oh, yeah, like night and day. Oh, good. Yeah, it doesn't sound like you got
4: a sunflower seed in your throat. Oh, I brought that up. (laughs) (laughs) Yeah. That's a good story, too.
0: (laughs) Okay, let's go back out. Yeah,
3: why don't you start off where you were talking about how um, Ran took over K2.
2: Okay, yeah, so Rancid took over K2 too, because the, the applications were just nuts to get part. off. so we started a new clan with Rancid at the helm. I'm hearing it again. Is anybody else hearing the? Yeah. Do you move right over to the same water? Tunnel? Go around the other side of the house. Traffic noise might be, uh, like, cutting my mic in and out.
3: No, it's not the traffic. It's not the traffic. It's your voice, like, you're crackly.
1: Yeah, it's either an internet connectivity or it's, I don't know if you're using a Bluetooth headset. There's some sort of uh, distortion.
2: No, I'm, I'm using my old, old pocket setup, so I don't know what else hell's going on. Yeah, it must be a connection issue. Okay, give me two minutes to readjust my position so that I'm maybe closer to the router. Move his router outside. Yeah. Yeah.
4: You kids, no internet for you. Kids outside. Dad inside. Well, you know, we wouldn't mind how going to get sunstroke.
3: Something's never changed in recording. There's <laughs> internet. Well, it's probably because he switched
4: to light mode. <laughs> That's probably why. <laughs> uh, <laughs> <laughs>
0: I would blame light mode, totally. <laughs> oh, yeah, there
4: you go with your Canadianism.
3: You non-Canadians are very outnumbered here, so don't worry about that. Dude, so where is everybody located? We're all from Canada except for you and Hal.
1: Yeah, the F out. <laughs> <laughs> no wonder this is like the nicest podcast ever. <laughs> I can't believe you all can record on Discord now. This is unbelievable. Oh, it's so good. Yeah.
0: It's totally Fox on that one because she found the bot for it and
1: yeah, like Rand, you and I were recording on Skype and we had some weird program that would record calls and then editing those were such a pain because it was one person on one track and everybody else on the other track. Yep, what a nightmare. Yeah,
4: yeah. <laughs> That's why I have unedited episodes still.
1: Fox had asked me to find the old KGH episodes and they're on a computer that. It's just so old, like the operating system doesn't wow. even work. It's like a Mac, and I have to do something with it. And I have the 15 episodes that I did locked in a computer.
3: It's like in uh, Zoolander when he's like, Oh, where are all the files? The files
1: are in the computer.
0: <laughs> oh, no.
3: Oh, yeah. I can just picture you hucking your computer off the deck, of <laughs> Smash it.
4: Just <laughs> take it to a genius. Tell him I want all the information. <laughs>
3: <laughs> yeah, they can, I mean, maybe I don't know how it works with old apples, but I know with Windows hard drive, they can pull it off without even firing that up.
1: Yeah, I should figure this out. Okay, how's that
2: Still having the crackles? Yeah. Yeah. Let me disconnect, reconnect again, see what's going on. Okay. That's trouble when you have a brood of kids.
0: <laughs> I'll have the kids outside, and <laughs> you go inside. <laughs>
4: well, I mean, if, if there's traffic outside, I don't know how far you want to let them go either.
0: <laughs> just tie them to the house. I just locked myself in a corner bedroom. Same.
2: Yeah. Okay. You know, the last option would be to uh, ditch all the actual equipment and try it on my phone somehow or another.
0: You're still pretty crackly.
2: Try it on your phone. I'm, I'm only on my phone.
0: Yeah, same here.
2: I'm on my phone too. You know what? Maybe uh, I think the microphone on the headset that I've got this wired is shot, let me let me give that one a, a try. It could very well be. It'll exhaust all the options.
1: Yeah. Yeah, if it's
2: broken, the sensitivity's all messed up. I don't know.
1: Yeah, yeah, yeah that's a good idea. I feel bad now. We made him walk all around his house. His neighbors are like, why is he just randomly walking around his house with his laptop in his arm? Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> yeah.
4: <laughs> I say we try and get him to walk around about two, three more times.
1: Say, Hal, it's only going to work if you take off your shirt and walk around the house. <laughs> yeah,
4: counterclockwise. And you've got to take an odd number of steps.
0: It's got to be counterclockwise. <laughs> you must lead with your left foot.
1: <laughs> yeah. All right. So while we're waiting, what's the clan breakdown here? Like? So I see KGH, Zarch, RT. What is all this stuff? So last time we were there, I think I was RT coming in. But how did this all break down?
0: Let's see. Well, Rusty leads Kent Greenhouse. And uh-huh. I'm one of his lackeys there.
3: One of. She's my second
1: in command.
0: Uh-huh. <laughs> And I also lead Redthorn, and Peter's one of my co-leaders there.
1: Have the clans maintained a similar sorts of ethos, or is one more like war-focused or farm-focused, or is it just kind of where you fall?
0: Mm, they're all fairly similar.
3: A.G. is still the same kind of concept, it's just we've advanced along with the game to having higher town halls, but still not most
4: of the max. So.
0: Yeah, and Redthorn's just pretty heavy, like Town Hall 14 mostly.
1: Yeah, I think 22 or... There's a Town Hall 14. <laughs> I save this for the show. Oh, boy. Don't give any more secrets away. Okay, sorry.
2: <laughs> oh, goodness.
0: <laughs>
1: I can just picture Hal doing laps of his house. Yeah, yeah. <laughs> and we can talk about non-show stuff. Nachos? Nachos? <laughs> oh, let me tell you this. I had something. I don't know if it's actually real or if people eat this in Ireland, but something called Irish nachos, which is brisket and cheese and... Green onions and all the fix and sour cream and this and that. But instead of being on tortilla chips, it's on top of like kettle cooked potato chips called Irish nachos. It was just a wonderful experience. Yeah, yeah, yeah. Oh, that sounds good. I could
4: see that as being very good. And I could see them calling it that because, you know, like British people call potato chips crisps. So let's leave it to, you know, all those guys to just mess up everything that's crunchy and
2: salty. <laughs> <laughs> yeah,
0: yeah, yeah. Well, Hal's back. Uh-oh. Let's hear it.
2: Yeah. <laughs> I'm back, but I don't think that it's any better because uh, I can't connect my phone. I don't have a port. I get too the phone. Uh-oh. Uh-oh. Didn't
4: we go through this in like 2016? Something like that.
2: Yeah. Yeah. <laughs>
1: yeah. <laughs> Can you just hold up your phone just like you're speaking into it? If you disconnect your mic, then the regular microphone in your phone could probably pick it up.
2: I'm running Discord on my
1: chromebook right now
2: the android app through my chromebook i wonder if can you do this through the web too like the interweb
4: yeah the interwebs i don't know on the website i think i'm not sure how it works though you're just increasing your internet traffic does it sound like a mic issue or a connection issue no, I, it sounds like a connection issue. You are not got anything on bandwidth. Whenever I was driving around and talking to everybody, this was always how it sounded. And whenever Mario goes into the, the mountains and crap like that, you can kind of... And it's the further away from you, you get the signal, and then it just goes... Ba-dunk. Cat's used to it. She was talking yeah. to me all the time when I was driving around in yeah. crappy soulful equations.
0: Well, we can just forge ahead. We're
2: grounded. You just have to speak in short sentences. And stand on one foot.
3: <laughs> <laughs> yeah, because you're not always brutal, but... Sometimes it is, but I don't know.
1: (laughs) That is not easy for me.
4: Just ask him a lot of yes or no questions.
1: I can cross-examine him. (laughs) Yes, sir.
2: Thank you, sir. May I have another?
0: (laughs) (laughs) Let's give it a go and see how it works, and uh, hopefully Mama Sids can (laughs) clean it up as much as she can. So let's just go back and start, I guess. Somewhere in the middle
2: of K2. Yeah. Yeah. Okay. Rance had taken over there, and then we uh, ended up with Noble Hero which was, uh, I didn't want to lead the clan, but uh, Natalia tricked me into it in uh, the middle of a recording session. I'm like, "Uh, okay. And had a great run with Noble Hero before I eventually retired. I'll always say that my Town Hall level is uh, Town Hall nine for life because uh, I'm never gonna go past Town Hall nine. And honest to God, I don't know what Town Hall I am now. I just logged into the game for the first time today and I don't recognize anything. <laughs> it's white, isn't it? It's blue.
0: It's Town Hall 12.
2: Okay, so I'm Town Hall 12. It's blue. <laughs> yeah.
1: <laughs> That's all I can tell you.
0: Awesome. How about you, Lobla?
1: Yeah, so first of all, thanks so much for inviting uh, three. Uh, I'm glad I'm going last because I have to admit that I'm a bit of a fanboy for, uh, for Hal and Rancid. So it's always a treat to be on the same show with them. But right now, currently, it looks like I have a Town Hall 12. I have a Town Hall 11. And those are the ones that I'll check maybe once, maybe twice a week or so. Yeah, so I'm playing in Martyr's Creed now with my friends Fox and Wooka and Omega, like three Clash Files, just institutions, I think. (laughs) So it's been a real pleasure. Yeah, legends. Yeah.
3: Just like the three of you guys as well, whether you want to admit it or not. Yeah.
1: (laughs) Yes, yeah, so I got a handful of smaller town halls, like one of which is the Town Hall Eight that I used when Kent Greenhouse started. Actually, yeah, so I started after the Super Bowl commercial with Liam Neeson. Can't even remember what year. I found the Clash Files podcast, and you know, the first round of podcasts was somewhat limited, and you never knew when they were coming. But Clash Files was cool, and there were some YouTube channels. There was that Jake from Beehive. Um... <laughs> You're close. It was some Jake from One Hive. J- one Hive. One... <laughs> Oh, that was good. <laughs> that was priceless. I do not mean to be offensive. It's just been so long. Oh my gosh. Those were awesome videos. And he was kind of like the first that really broke things down. So got super interested. And I remember I was on another business trip in 2015, must have been. And then I went to Kent Farmhouse and I said, I believe. And I got in and then I saw all these names like Rancid Meat and Halligan and all these people and just started playing ever since. And I think I I ended up falling into Kent Farmhouse too, and just kind of really finding a home there and enjoying that. And after a while, I just kind of felt like there was a need for a learning clan focused on fundamentals. And so I talked to Rancid about it. And independently, Omega and also Bazinga were kind of thinking about the same thing, just through three different streams. And Rand kind of put us all together. Bazinga and I started the podcast and Omega... And the three of us, we were all co-leads for Kent Greenhouse. And Omega was the first leader, being a cheerleader and being that really emotionally stable presence, <laughs> you know, which any group of young Clashers needs. And that's how I got started in the game. And we can go more into Kent Greenhouse in the podcast later. But as the intro, yeah, that's... You can go there
3: right now, actually. You can carry on, because we were going to ask you guys about the origins and history of the TFF anyways. So oh, okay, you're sort of already going on the Kent Greenhouse stuff. Okay, sure. For those people that don't know... Omega was the original, but Loblaw took over in the very
1: early stage and formed the clan. So, why don't you just tell us about that? Oh, okay. Yeah, no problem. So, you know, Rand and Hal kind of talked about the beginnings of the Clash Files and how they formed up and met up. And, you know, we wanted to continue with the agricultural theme of it all. So, Greenhouse seemed appropriate. <laughs> I remember looking names up, and there actually is a real Kent Greenhouse, which I feel a little bit bad about, but not too bad. So, in any case, we started the clan. It was just so. Funny because we had a clear idea of what we wanted the clan to be you know just this this very safe place for brand new players to come to get interested in the game there's this kind of touch point where you might decide you want to quit after town hall six or whatever you know we wanted to kind of bridge that gap so we wanted to make it a safe place to learn we did not intend to win any wars we just wanted to practice techniques and And this was the days, I think, friendly challenges just started coming up. So it was much more challenging to actually get practice time, right? So we weren't concerned about trophies. We weren't concerned about wins or stars or anything. We were just concerned about techniques and kind of these fundamental concepts of like funneling troops or killing the clan castle. What order do you do it in? You know, how do you make a plan for the base? How do you pick which troops? How do you design a base? And so we structured the podcast accordingly. So I'm not what you call laid back. So I, I had a very clear idea of how I, I wanted to talk about this for a few minutes and this for another minute. It's like base building for this long and then the core topic for X number of minutes. So that's that was kind of the 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 drive of the podcast. It was a content-rich, kind of more technical podcast. Yeah. Mm-hmm. So th- that's where that started from. Uh, in terms of the clan, the biggest problem we had was recruitment. We could not get people to join because it's a very specific person that we were looking for, right? We we're looking for an adult player who was serious about playing, but who was still a good person and not super intense about it, but just wanted to get better and could contribute to a team, right? That's a pretty small subset of the Clash population, I think.
4: And you were looking for lower-level town halls.
1: Yeah, lower-level town halls.
2: Exactly. Usually by the time that people want to join something like
1: that, they're already well-advanced getting into the tactics of Town Hall 8, Town Hall 9, Town Hall 10. Yeah, absolutely. What a great point. And so... For a while, we couldn't even staff five v five wars. So Omega and I were just trying to push it with maybe two of his accounts and two of my accounts and Bazinga, had one of her accounts. <laughs> and eventually, we started getting people in, and we started working on things. You know, Town Hall five and six are very different, mm-hmm. right? Everything moves slower. The clan castle is a huge thing. If you had like max loons or hogs, you can pretty much take out the whole base. And we didn't even intend to win as we started getting more people, but we would just start crushing the clans, and we had like, a perfect record. For, I don't know, like fifty wars or something. It was just unheard of. But what we found was that motivated players that are the ilk to be in a clan like Kent Greenhouse, they don't stay low town halls very long, right? You get up pretty quick and you get to eight and then you learn it and then you get to nine. And then we were kind of stuck. We were like, oh, what do we do now? Because the original intent was to release our players into the Clash Files family at large once they got to town hall nine mm-hmm. right? and, you know, have them do like little tours of each of the clans to see which one would fit their personality. But the problem is everybody wanted to keep coming back and nobody wanted to leave. So, Yeah. And that couldn't
3: be more true. I don't know if any of our actual uh, members that graduated are still in other CFF clans. I think that they've all migrated back. So
0: <laughs>
3: some things never change. Yeah.
1: <laughs> well, it's funny. It makes sense because everybody was so focused on the same goal, right? To get better. And when you start getting better with the same people, you just really feel that bond and connection, right? It's like these basic skills. I just remember distinctly like one day, Sid's could not for the life of him destroy a clan castle with valkyries so we just practiced like 10 times in a row until he could get it you know like but it's those types of people that are almost a little obsessive about it that we were we were drawing and uh you do make that bond so Absolutely. Mm-hmm. definitely, it was just such a unique kind of time and experience and i remember i had a spreadsheet with all the players on it and i would track what attacks people were using and how they were doing it so i could kind of approach them and say hey I noticed you're doing this attack. Do you want to practice that? Or, hey, you haven't done this. Do you want to practice dragons this time? Let's make you a well-rounded player. And then also the, all that data that I was tracking would lead to the content for the podcast coming. up. Yeah, like I said, I'm not a laid-back person. So I just wanted it to be useful to people and give people an outlet. If they're motivated enough, we can make them better. Yeah, that's kind of the origins. Yep. Yeah. Yeah the reason I found the KGH was yours
3: and Sid's podcast, the town Hall five hogs podcast <laughs> it's called something about cooking with bacon or something like that. Yeah, and I
1: think you're right. Yeah.
3: I emailed to join the next day and, and this is all history from there. That's for sure.
1: <laughs> well, it was funny. Like we would get kids joining and we would say, are you 18? And they'd say, yeah. Yeah. And then one of the kids, his mom said, don't you guys know he's only 13? I'm like, no, how would we know he's 13? We asked him, he, (laughs) (laughs) i said your child is very mature and has great diction and is very polite um sorry (laughs) but great job raising him (laughs) yeah so but i don't want to go too long on kent greenhouse but it was just uh, that's kind of where we started from and the origin of that yeah speaking of clans that i joined
3: because of podcasts halogen mentioned you're the leader of noble hero for a long long time and again i brought an account over there because of hearing the podcast and i've been there ever since and now i'm a co-leader there and why don't you tell us a bit about the history of noble hero
2: well it actually started and it's funny because i had put together a doc of this back when i still was leader it started just as any typical clan would but it declined as any typical clan would as well but there was a couple members that had been listening to the clash files podcast it was the first and correct me if i'm wrong i don't know if anything's changed since then but the only clan that was just really like absorbed into the family it wasn't created out of whole cloth it was just an existing clan that a lot of people said you know what it's not going anywhere the way it is let's let them take over natalia just kind of tricked me into taking the lead because i i'm the anti loblaw i'm so laid back that i didn't really want to leave but once i took over the clan it just developed a life of its own based on the personalities within it i mean tony is a character and a half and really brought life to the clan and we always kept it light uh, one of the things that we said was we were the best or non-war war clan in the game it was a, a, a suitable uh, description of us and I took a step back. Gosh, it's maybe two years. Yeah,
3: I think so. It's in roughly about that. I'm not sure if it's been two years since you finally gave up the reins.
2: Yeah, and I felt it was just time.
3: The three-headed monster taken over there now too, so it's awesome. Tony, future, and Queen JJ.
2: Exactly. <laughs> so. And it was really nice knowing that those three were, were ready and willing to do it. And I'm currently taking up space in NH2. I logged in this morning just because I couldn't help myself, so they make you do an attack to begin with. Anyway, it, it was some of the friend requests that I got were seven months old that I've never seen. So it's at least been seven months since I logged into that thing. Can
1: you can do friend requests in the game? What is this?
2: <laughs> <laughs> it's a supercell ID thing that I've never seen before either. Oh, and
3: you guys would probably be saddened to hear global is not a thing anymore. <laughs> what? <laughs> oh, my gosh. <laughs> well, I know global recruits were always so reliable. so <laughs> <Yeah>. <laughs> All gone. Yeah, it's all gone now. So oh, yeah? there is a recruitment tab. Yeah. Um, I mean, we don't use it. We use Reddit and our Discord. But for clans that aren't quite as established, our clan families, yeah, they gotta use the recruitment tab instead of global. No more taking over global clans and nuking them. Nothing like that. So
2: no, yeah, it's all gone. Kidding. It was a it was a hot mess all the time anyway. But and you can no longer
4: find a boyfriend or a girlfriend on global either. oh we had made up so many cool games for global in k2 we had poker we had find a friend we had momo's birthday i mean there was just so many that we got to play because of global and i remember uh hal and i we met in global one day i think maybe we even met twice i've met maybe about a half a dozen people in global for anybody that remembers global to come across somebody you knew was quite unique. Actually, yeah. Yeah, it certainly was. It was almost like an achievement that you could just, you know, that little checkboard that you've got up in your head. Well, at least I've got up in my head. Oh, you know, I met this guy on Global One. Because, you know, for those of us that just did nothing but Troll Global. How about the clouds?
2: Have the clouds ever gotten better? No, there's
0: no clouds, Hal.
3: Well, Kat could probably talk about it better. And Peter, I I don't do the Legends thing anymore, but they're both up there. So
0: (laughs) Yeah, I'm stuck up in Legends.
3: (laughs) (laughs) I haven't been in it ever. It's Eight attacks a day. I did my pushing when it was all clouds, and I burned me out so bad. I haven't been up there since. That's about where I ended up.
0: They got rid of waiting 40 minutes to match up in Legends. Once you join Legends, at the start of every Legends day, you, you get eight attacks. The most you can be hit is eight times. So you're guaranteed that you will have eight bases that you can hit. You're guaranteed a certain amount of loot and nobody can steal your loot.
4: It is so much better. I remember on the best season that I had, the second last day of the season was a Saturday and I spent 14 hours in my truck not getting a base all day long yep wow
3: i did back then too i'm just looking now too it's my badge of honor on my profile all-time best 6,008 nice and i think i was probably at like 5,990 the day before and it took me an entire day to find like a base
4: jeez yeah just taking a look at where i was it's been so long where's my profile how do you get to your profile you click on your name in the top left yeah oh there it is i found it yeah yeah, 61.30 that season. Woo. Yeah. That got me to the top 1,300. Very nice. And yeah, it was just a day of wasted time. Yeah. I ended up
2: just buying a shield for the rest of it. <laughs> and this coming from the guy who said that he'd never push. Uh, never push, yeah. My all-time high was 45.45. 45.
4: I can say that, again, it's one of those little ticks, but I was the first in the CFF to hit Legends.
2: Yeah. Who was right with you? You and somebody. It was Goblin Slayer and gobs yeah
4: there you go see that's the thing is the goblin slayer got legends with a town hall 10. I did it with an eleven. So kudos to him for truly being the better of legend players that season. That was April twenty sixteen? Yeah. So was there any reason you guys stopped playing or did you just
3: sort of fade out or what? When blah blah you're still the most active and you're in Martyr's Creed. Maybe that's what's kept you there because it is such a relaxed and chill environment. But maybe
4: you guys could just talk about that. For me, the push factor just for some reason it just burned me out and i played for maybe about another eight or ten months with the new c system and i do like it but i just have a lot of other things on the go that clash just takes a lot of time to progress through you can play casually and stuff like that but that's just not who i was i mean i always wanted to you know be up at the front with everybody else and mm-hmm. it just gets kind of harder to, to do it when i can't devote the time to it i come back for special wars every once in a while or at least a try a couple wars ago, I got to three-star Masterbrew's Brew's base. I was really happy about that. I missed that guy so much. So it was really a pleasure to crush
3: his base. <laughs> yeah, shout out to Master Brew too. He was in a somewhat serious car accident earlier this week. He's healthy and, and all good. His car is pretty mangled. Oh, his dad mobile, he's got a new one on the way. But oh, uh, yeah, shout out to that guy. Well, he's good. He's healthy and he's, he's okay. But if you looked at his car, you wouldn't believe it. So yeah, anyways, shout out to that guy. Wow. Absolutely. Glad you're okay. For sure.
2: Hal, you want to go ahead? Ah, uh, yeah. Uh, uh, when I was really active in Clash, I had had some back surgery, so I was laid up and taking it easy for almost a year there to begin with. And it was easy to find the intensity that I felt uh, the game needed during that time. Once I was back and healthy and everything, I realized that I was letting a lot of other things suffer. It wasn't the priority that it should be. I mean, between family and work, real life issues, I guess my wife's complaints about that stupid game taking over my life were starting to ring in my ears. I'm like, okay, I'm just going to back off. And then once you do take your foot off the Excel it just uh, it's an inertia thing it starts slowing down a little bit and then a little bit more, and a little bit and uh, i just I, I hadn't had the desire to log in i'll still occasionally play clash royale because it's something i don't have to talk to anybody i just show up i do a couple battles while on a toilet break or something and then go home but every once in a while i'd hit the wrong icon and then it, it out really quick because i didn't want anything to change i wanted it to be like stop in time stop in time yeah <laughs> yeah that's exactly what i was thinking it was, I don't know, before I
4: really stopped playing, one of the K2 people, Adam Abear, who I still talk to on Discord and stuff, he had been idle for about a year. The trophies are still the same. The base is just stuck. Because he was another one of those wanted to keep up and keep going and was working hard and grinding the account out. And then, yeah, you just kind of look, and it gets just frozen there. And it's it's almost sad, but sometime maybe we'll pick it up again. I hope to.
3: Like Hal said, he hasn't logged in in seven months. And he's still in Noble Hero 2. We don't want to kick kicking that guy out. His account will stay there for
1: the end of time. So I don't have to chase trophies anymore. I am a trophy. (laughs) Yes, exactly. Well, I was just thinking that it's the perfect place for you too would be to just come to Martyr's Creed. We literally have wars where we forget that we're in a war. (laughs) And so... Somebody just won't attack, <laughs> and and we're stuck in a time warp over there. We're still doing attacks that were being used like two or three years ago, and <laughs> and there's like these super troops now, and I have no idea how to use those, so I just ignore them. I had to ask Cat what a Yeti is. It blows up, and these little beans start popping out of the Yeti. Uh, it's also confusing. It's like that scene in Shawshank Redemption when Brooks gets out of jail, like the old guy, and he's like, "Everybody's moving fast." <laughs> That's totally how we feel. So. We just go back into our cave and do go wipe and get two stars and and win wars every once in a while. (laughs) (laughs) You guys should totally join. Yeah. Yeah.
3: So it sounds like all the retired guys here, Hal, just not ready to give it up and maybe have that hope of coming back to play one day. I like it. I like it a lot. (laughs)
1: <laughs> yeah that's good <laughs> yeah so for me i play pretty casually now so it's fun mm-hmm. but what got me just the intensity of it when you're the leader of a teaching clan that there's this drive to understand everything that's going on that's new and that could possibly work and just to put a lot of care and effort into growing this clan and making sure people have the best information it just really burns you out after a while you know and even with good co-leaders and such you know the responsibility you feel is is very significant and as Hal mentioned, once you start weighing that with other family items, the big thing that got me to take a major step back was having a baby. I didn't have the baby. My wife had the baby. Oh, well, that's good. Good to know. Yeah. (laughs) But you retire from Clash and then you start having babies. (laughs) Yeah, so that was a major driver. And that's why Martyr's Creed is just so perfect, because you can log on, like, join Clash games every once in a while. And we do the seven-day war thing. And sometimes we're matched up. We can win, and sometimes we don't. And There was a time where we were having visitors come in to help us, and that was kind of fun. But they must have thought we were socially awkward types because the three of us fox and and waka and me and omega we don't know how to talk to other people anymore so people would join and be like hey how's it going we'd, we'd have a private chat we're like what's going on people are talking to us we don't know.
3: <laughs> <laughs> so by seven day war thing do you mean the cwl
1: yeah the one where you only get one attack a day
3: yeah i've just never heard it called the seven day war thing so i was just clarifying
1: it's very biblical right <laughs> And then you get like little coins. I didn't know what those coins do. There's like a whole store where you can use these coins to buy other cool things. And that was a revelation. <laughs> I wish we had a breaking news sound effect here. So yeah. dun, dun, dun. <laughs> <laughs> right,
3: it's hilarious listening to you guys that are like, oh my goodness, have you seen these things?
1: <laughs> <laughs> well, it's mostly just me, I think. <laughs> <laughs> The battering ram is awesome. I don't know what the flying blimp does, so I don't use it. So a lot of things I don't... Pretty much flies. Okay. Yeah. And uh, I don't know any new attacks. And I think one thing to consider, the opposite of leaving, is what could get you to re-enter the game. For me, I've been toying with the idea of starting to learn new attacks, but it's just so much work now to learn all the troops and get all the timing. I know. It used to be so easy to just... Yeah. Yeah, you used to be able to pull up a uh, busy bee or whatever. Uh... Uh, Beehive. Yeah, Jake from Beehive. Oh, from the beehive yeah <laughs> beehive. yeah. <laughs> just watch the
3: beehive videos
2: yeah you'd, you'd watch a couple of beehive videos and you're all good to go but even just taking the time to
1: watch the videos is something that takes out from your uh, your day-to-day life so it's, it's tough yeah hal rancid and i we're on super mario brothers and everybody's progressed you know mario 2k 3000 <laughs> <laughs> Hey, I'm running 64-bit graphics here, buddy. Come on. I was going to say, I'm 16-bit. So we're used to like two to four buttons on our controllers, and now we're faced with these ham sandwiches with buttons and levers and gizmos and VR. And for me, I just the learning curve is kind of intimidating. So, So probably what I'll need is one of you guys to come to Martyr's Creed and just drill us on how to actually run an attack that's not a go wipe with like 10 hogs at the back, which surprisingly works on a lot of bases now because everybody has gone to this different base designs where I think it can be cyclical, right? So now those bases can be somewhat vulnerable to really heavy, slow developing attack. It's been fascinating. I watched a couple of videos recently. I'm like, oh my gosh, I can't do that. Too many troops to keep track of. Too many heroes.
4: No, no, no. You just need to become friends with good cop, bad cop over in K2. He, every time I come back. Every six months for an important streamed war that everybody's all excited for. And here I roll in. What do I do? (laughs) He gives me a strat that basically is about four troops. (laughs) Drop your heroes at five minute video, and in we go, baby. Plan? Oh, no. Never had a plan before. So why start now?
1: (laughs) Well, he was at Martyr's Creed for a while, and then he was doing his best. He's here, let me give you some bases. And I couldn't even figure out how to copy and paste him. That's how hopeless I am. And it turns out that I think I was missing a couple wall pieces, you know, and I figured that out now, but I think I drove him away. Mm. (laughs) He'll never come back.
2: (laughs) you guys think you could talk about your favorite clash memory
4: ram would you start well see you guys missed a whole portion of stuff that everybody is asking and that's how the cff even started and there's a couple of groups that really need some credit for everybody to understand where we all came from or where the cff came from and how kind of touched on them but the original clash of clans podcast with scotty a27 and boneyard that is where this whole community that we are the atmosphere that we are came from is those two guys that were friends they created a podcast that started because blah blah you made a mistake there sorry saying that we were all farm-based all of the the cff originally started the kent farmhouse name came from the kryptonian universe that they created the house is odd the house of l that was boneyard and scotty a27 and then Kent Farmhouse was originally a clan in their little world. We brought to create our own little world and podcast. That's sort of how it all came about. And then there were other guys that influenced our podcast as well, which was Illness and Taco. You
2: know, I'm, I'm looking at the clans right now, and LexCorp is closed. Oh, LexCorp, that's maybe a subject
4: that we shouldn't talk about, but I'll say. Unfortunately, that place just imploded because there was a bomb went off and then another bomb and then five more bombs and then somebody nuked it and then salted the earth. (laughs) That's kind of what happened to them. All four of us that were doing the podcast, when it came to Alliance, the three of you guys were always with the House of L, which was Scotty's clan and had a lot of great members in it. And then my alliance was as much with Illness Clan, Lexcorp. When those guys broke off from Scotty A27's clan, there was a friendly rivalry going on with all of them as well as uh, Soaz, those guys from Arizona. They were another one that they were the pioneers back in all of this. The first time I knew anything about a podcast was when Hal said, "Hey, I'm going to be on a podcast." What the hell's a podcast? I don't know what a podcast is. And he said, oh, listen to this one. So I downloaded the wrong one. And that's how I got into Taco and Illness.
2: They were funny guys too, yeah. And then
4: downloaded the right one and listened to Hal, And it kind of snowballed from there. And Coop was then, at that point, he'd moved out to California. And Nat had time to get on voice. And we were using TeamSpeak, weren't we? Uh, no, I think we'd do, uh, oh, yes, yeah. TeamSpeak for the voice chats, yep. We would get on that And, and everybody, would stay up until the middle of the night, just having fun. That is kind of how the podcast even got birth. is just because the four of us were always on, and we always had just a good rapport, and we had a lot of fun together, and it was just something that we wanted
2: to share. That's really accurate. I'm glad that you mentioned that really was born out of all of us BSing on TeamSpeak. And it's like, you know what? We're having a good time with this. Let's see if anybody else has a good time with it, too. Yep. And then shortly after we started the podcast, it was, I want to say, June
4: 16th of 2015 that we did the first show. If I'm right, we started up K2 about six weeks later, if that. Maybe.
2: That sounds right. It was
4: definitely summer. I know I was leading it by the beginning of August, because Nat was leading Kent Farmhouse and K2 at the time. And once membership got up and things seemed to be a little stable, she asked if either you or I wanted to do it, and you didn't say anything. and it's- I said, hell no. <laughs> I'm the last one with my hand up because Cooper wanted nothing to do with any leadership. So, okay, I guess that's me. I'll go. And it really was just such an experience. And okay, so Loblaw, he is meticulous. He went along with a mythology of running the clan and looking for success. Hell, he at least put together a document and could remember the whole history. Me, I just have at her. It's just like letting the goats loose in the lawn. <laughs> You know, they just eat wherever you want. As long as we're doing pretty good and we're having fun, that's what it really is. Make fun of each other as long as we're nice and work as a team. And the recruitment nowadays, even through Reddit, we didn't start that until... A couple of years, you know, just getting the emails and having to deal with all of that spam. I don't know if you remember that, blah, blah. When we had first the emails coming in and sometimes it was forwarding them to you or forwarding them to other clans. You know, I'd get somebody that was applied. Town Hall 6, no, no, sorry, you're not right for K2 because we're only looking for 9 and above, but here's the clan you should go to. Oh, yeah, what a mess. (laughs) That all started. And one of the things that I did want to say that you left out, blah, blah, is that between you, Baz, and Omega, you guys had an incredibly original idea with Kent Greenhouse in that there wasn't any other teaching clans out there. And there wasn't any other teaching podcasts out there. And so you filled this niche that we never did. Four of us, when we were recording, we'd have people on that knew way more than us about how to play the game.
2: Yeah, we were the students.
4: And out of the podcasts that still are around, I think that you're still a bit of an innovator. We were kind of going along with a, a flow that worked, I guess. One other point everybody's forgotten is uh, Hal said that Noble Hero was the only one that was amalgamated in that wasn't started by the CFF. But there were a couple other plans that we had in there uh, just for historical purposes. The first one was Steal the Glory or STG.
1: Oh, yes.
4: Oh, my gosh. They were the original intended war clan. and Yeah. Again, at the time that that started up, bomb went off. Wow. Oh, okay. And then another bomb went off. Formal bomb off. Somebody nuked it and salted the earth.
1: It's funny now to think about it. Yeah. <laughs> oh my
2: gosh. Oh my God. I remember stupid meetings, leaders' meetings and trying to figure all of that stuff out. Oh my god. Yeah. Uh I blocked that out. <laughs> yeah. If you let
4: the trauma begin, oh. maybe?
2: Yeah, you know what? i still got the magnets that somebody made. I still do too, yeah. The four original <laughs> plans, the, the logos,
4: yeah. Uh, that was Omega that made those. Was it really? It was, yes. That's awesome. Yeah. Another clan uh, that people may or may not remember, I mean, we mention it all the time, but Kent Farmhouse that seceded from the family in April of 2016 after Nash stepped down and then leadership over there went its own way and made its own decisions. Oh, Right. And then there was uh, one other clan, and I, for the life of me, I cannot.
2: Phantom Zone.
4: uh, Well, Phantom Zone, yeah. They came over after that at some point, or maybe before that. And that was another one of the, the Kryptonian Universe clans that was led by, oh, I can't remember who now. I wish I could. Somebody will have to look it up and either remind me or remind everybody else. And then there was the clan that Goblin Slayer had started up before he came to K2 and the CFF. Him and Vodka Soda had. The Rated? The Rated. Thank you.
0: Yeah. You're welcome.
4: Couldn't remember that name, but.
1: What's it? Wait, wait. What's it called? What was it called again? The Rated. The Rated. That's right.
4: And they became the next serious or, or war focused clan. And I can remember when they did start up in maybe 2017, I think it was. They kind of revived that clan to get into the war scene. Geez, in K2, we probably lost about 10, 12 people to go over there, and it was—I mean—it was a really hard time for K2. But I was so glad to see the success that they had because they really evolved and they—they they really became into the scene and helped the CFF get into maybe a little bit of notoriety. That's led to the success that you know the war teams have have had Kent Greenhouse and Noble Hero and the CFF as a whole have entered in his teams into different leagues. And maybe some of you guys go through some of the history of, of some of the wars that we've had, because I never was able to get into the competitive league stuff, as everybody
1: knows. Yeah, I was not involved with the heavy warring either. Man, you're bringing back some memories. You know, Hitting, Tickling synapses that I can't remember I had. It's so strange. I remember how emotionally charged that time was, and I don't even remember all the the details. But I think with the perspective and time, I think what I've really come to see is, you know, people really care about this stuff, right? And it, it's not so much the game; it's like this development of community and mm-hmm. Mm-hmm. what you stand for and what you believe in. And I, I remember when Kent Farmhouse split off, and I don't even know why, but I, I just remember kind of the fallout of that because one of the players that I kind of grew up with a Kent Farmhouse and I can't remember his name for the life of him but he came over to Kent Greenhouse to be kind of a mentor teacher and he was kind of straddling both lines and I just imagine how difficult that must have been for him looking back on it now I just realize how invested people get for good and for bad right I think the same sort of obsession that good clash players get it spreads to you know obsession's too strong a word but kind of enthusiasm right well obsession in some cases it, oh no blah blah yeah <laughs> I could give you an example of a session no.
2: <laughs> I was Was gonna say, obsession is not too strong a word. (laughs) I mean, there was some serious hurts with that. Yeah, yeah, there was there was some serious pain with losing Ken. Yeah, I know. It's like a divorce. Really
1: reminds me of the whole modding. Oh, yeah. You know that's so true. I mean, do people even mod anymore? Is that like a thing, or do I I remember how? deeply divided or how that caused so much tension Um, absolutely and there was one guy just such a great guy maybe you'll
2: remember rancid that got banned for life he was like one of the best attackers i'd ever seen well he got banned for life because he was money and that was one thing that we stood completely against and supercells pretty much stopped it now because of those kind of things and you know that
4: is the sorest point in all of it for me is that period because back in yeah it was april of 2016 when the modding bands first came down and after everything through 2015 and and what was it 30 shows yeah 20 shows 25 shows before coop and nat retired yeah coop got banned for cheating yeah that hurt me so much because he stood on his high horse stood on it not just sat on it about modding and it gets busted for it yeah again you look back and I'm not angry about it. I'm sad about it. Yep. There was all kinds of things that were so sad. Something else that's obsession. You mentioned blah, blah. That's just sad is one of the last times that I logged in and was in K2, which was like, geez, I've been out for two months because of the last war that was in the Clash Files where I'm still sitting. But just out of the blue, Hellbilly from Kent Farmhouse came knocking on the door again. Oh, yeah. Yep. It's four years later, dude. (laughs) yeah four years you still got that thorn in your toe (laughs) it is weird
1: yeah it it's
4: really strange right what this creates well and that's that's the thing is that's what keeps me from deleting the game is because of all of these connections all of these connections to all of the really good things i mean we bring up traumatic memories because you know sometimes it's just funny to traumatize our friends (laughs) stuff that we've all been through but that's why we played the game that's why we keep playing the game and
1: well what you're pointing to is this duality it's got to exist right like the same sort of thing that drives people to be the best they can be and work hard for their clans is the same sort of energy just flipped on a different axis that drives people towards needling clans four years later you know what i mean All it takes is one little switch, right? And it's those deep connections that you form with people. The history and the leadership team really bonded in just going through that trauma together. It was literally like a divorce, right? And it's such a silly thing to equate to like video game. Mm-hmm. One of the sweetest memories I've had was uh, turning over the keys to the podcast and to the clan to uh, Fish and Chips and Sids. Right, like um, a big thing that I believe in is making yourself irrelevant. Like training your successor from day one, making things live, you know, longer than you do. Make the institution live and create an organization that learns and grows with or without you. And just to see where you guys are at when you guys formed Pineapple Express. Oh my gosh! They filled up one clan, and now they're filling another. And I don't know. Isn't there like another?
3: Yeah, I was gonna say. Spoiler alert: We have a third as well. So
1: that's just unbelievably heartening and and satisfying to see you all succeed so well to such extent. You know, it just means that many more people are learning and just making friends and drawing connections, right? Especially in this world of COVID and being separate, like, the things that make us human are these connections. If this game is an excuse to connect with other people then you know we're all trying to play our part in making things just a little bit better so favorite memory i mean it was absolutely the fact that this clan has lived on in the ethos and what you guys believe in is bigger than just one person. That's by far the greatest memory. And every time I get asked back to do something, whether it's like a war or whether it's like a reunion podcast or something like that, I mean, it just grows by leaps and bounds. It's just a testament to to the hard work that you guys are all putting into it. Mm -hmm. Making this a good place for people to connect. I think we all feel very much
2: the same way. Yeah, Just, it's all about the connections. Silly little game. Very frustrating, but the people are
0: what keep us, us in here. Now, have
4: any of you ever broken your phone playing I have
2: not,
3: but if only butters was here. <laughs> not either.
0: I have not broken anything.
1: <laughs> I <I've>, yeah. <laughs> I've never broken anything. I'm too cheap to break my phone. So <laughs> <laughs> I'll break it up. I don't care how much this game frustrates me. I'll throw something else. <laughs> Hey, man, this iPhone 6S doesn't grow on trees. Well said. Not either. <laughs> so, I,
2: you know, I want to talk about what happened when I logged in. Is that something that people knew about? No. That was the first time I'd seen
0: anything like that.
2: Yeah, I'd never heard of that.
0: Yeah, I've never stopped playing the game. Yeah. <laughs>
2: Yeah. So, yeah, it actually, the very first thing that, that happened was the, the little the lady that reached you when you first play the game, she's so got a, a helmet on and a sword, and says, right there, goblin, and I'm like, and I couldn't do anything, I couldn't see my base, I couldn't see anything, and uh, you just, <laughs> just have to hit next, and uh, it says, oh, we're sick and tired of getting run over by goblins, you just go back where you came from, go attack somebody else's base, that's what it was. So then, I, you have to attack a base, so they just give you a base, you have to attack it, and it was really weird, the muscle memory was, was neat, because I realized that, okay, I've got dragons and Say so this is how you attack, drop the and blah, 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 and all of a sudden, I got more dragons, and more and I'm like, I know I dropped these things, what the heck's going on? And it was just unlimited troops until I destroyed the base. And then you come back and the lady there, she's like, whoa, you're strong for a goblin. Wait, is that you chief? And she starts crying, it's been so long. Here's some things that you missed. And it pointed out the new troops, the new spells. The builders actually did upgrades while I was gone. They chose troops to upgrade as well, which, my God, they upgraded wall breakers. Give me a break. But that's what they chose to upgrade while I was in absentia. I think it built 10 or a dozen new walls. I don't know if these are things that came out new for this town hall, but they built a dozen new walls randomly in the corner. The game is continuing to play without you? <laughs> well, yeah, that's, that's not surprising.
4: Yes, I believe the AI is taken over because it refuses to let Hal stay as a Town Hall 9. Eventually, he's going to come and he's going to log in one day and a Town Hall 14.
2: Well, th- that's the first thing it says. After it says, oh, yeah, the builders are busy, and now look at their list of things that you should do. Town Hall is the first thing they want me to upgrade, of course. Well, yeah,
0: that's, that's not surprising. Jump up, buddy. <laughs> Rush to 14. Let's go.
2: Yeah. <laughs>
4: rush it just rush it yeah oh everybody remember rushers from global (laughs) see that was another one that we just didn't talk enough about the fun in global it's a crying shame just that was another reason anything that was like another nail in the coffin for me to just say you know i'm not picking the game up as much because they just didn't have the opportunity to get banned by some guy on christmas day for saying merry christmas those are the moments like those little ones <laughs> they're all wonderful things that have in the game but you know just it it all just makes this one big mosaic of what the game has been for how long has it been now since 2013 yeah Eight years, nine years? Eight years for some, nine. Mm-hmm. Another favorite moment is talking to somebody that is no longer around. Another one that La blah, blah and Hal might remember some of you is uh, Clash Daddy. He was one of our first famous guest. Uh, yeah, the British guy. Yeah, that actually, he lived in Canada. Yeah, I did not know that. That was another one of my global achievements is that I late yeah. in my career... Before Global went away. Found Daddy. is No, I didn't get to meet Daddy, but I did get invited to join Bombay Canada. Wow. Oh, I think I remember them. Yeah. <laughs> the, one of the original clans. When it got beta released in Canada and a couple other places, Bombay Canada was one of the first clans to ever start up. And he was the the lead of that clan. And Clash Daddy did a pile of YouTube videos, and he was really good for... You know, just showing you interesting things in the game. And yeah, right then and there when Hal was describing the new things that he discovered in the game and, and this feature of you got to attack, it reminded me of the, the episode that we did, one of the update episodes where we started off with Hal in a Magical Forest, letting us know about the witches attacking or something.
2: <laughs> oh, yeah, the scripted opening. <laughs> that would have
4: been like in September or Yeah. Reminds me of a piece of Clash Files history is that the very first episode that started off with the X-Files theme. Because we had something else and I didn't like it. And then we went with that. And then we started actually stealing music. And then we came across probably one of the CFSF greatest gems, which was Jezza. Jezza, yes, for sure. He had his own podcast and he heard ours and he joined the cff with it. two of his accounts that one of them he gave to Dee Dee, who's i don't know if she's still in k2 but she was when i left or when i stopped and he created all kinds of music he was such a great guest mm-hmm. on the show any of his episodes were always entertaining even his brother the eagle yeah one of the the key things to success of the cff and the podcast that we did originally was him he did theme music for us and the why Hal can't go to Town Hall 10? You know, the whole song about it, it just... Yeah, the Town Hall 9 song. Yep. Again, back to some favorite memories of
1: people and things. and I miss him. Well, I remember when Jez and his brother were on for... I think they developed an app or something. Yes. And Eagle wasn't really a Clash player, mm-hmm. but he's just a funny guy. He's like, yeah, here's... Yeah. I can just imagine the conversations. Like, dude, just go on this podcast with me. For what? For Clash. What? In any case, they get on, and then during the shout out stage, oh uh Eagle, would you uh you want to make a showdo or anything and then Eagle's just like, "Oh man, I just shout out America, you guys are <laughs> you know, he's just like oh, you guys yeah the the podcast, this game <laughs> and and I remember thinking distinctly like this is a person who is actually like a real human being and not a clash player, so." <laughs> This is a window into what people think we do with our time. (laughs) I remembered that, yeah. Well, he did actually
4: have a Clash account. I don't know if he got it from Jezza or he created it. At some point in time, he did change the name of the account to Richard Simmons, which is the second best name in Clash. (laughs) Betty White, of course, being the best. You know, I mean, when your base gets crushed by Betty White, you know you just got schooled
1: okay let's talk about some random usernames that we remember and I just remember somebody had a username like obama ate my kfc that was when they always made me chuckle and they're like uh something with like mario lopez or something mario lopez yeah oh we'll see yeah super mario lopez what a name that's <laughs> that is so creative i love that name it just still makes me smile one of the LexCorp <laughs> ogs
4: i still talk to him all the time uh-huh well, see, just again for a family history, because he's been around the CFA for a long, long time. He actually, to get on the podcast with Taco and Illness, he changed his name on a dare. They basically said, You change your account name to Super Mario Lopez and we'll have you on the show. Mm-hmm. So he did, and he got on the show.
0: <laughs> That's awesome.
3: <laughs> so I got to get in on this. Um... I remember listening to Ran and Hal when you guys were still doing the CFF pod, and one of the questions that somebody had asked was, "What was the worst username that you'd heard?" And <laughs> and Hal, I remember this because, well, you said it that Mike Hunt is the worst username that you'd ever heard. <laughs> It was. So, of course, I remember because it's about me. So
2: <laughs> Yeah. Oh, that's
3: awesome. As soon as they we're speaking about usernames, I figured I'd throw that out there. That's a good
2: one. Oh, and what's ubiquitous is other... Uh, Doc McStuffins. Doc McStuffins, because I had kids that were watching that at that time. So I'm like, oh, my God, every time you pop up in chat, I
1: start singing that stupid song. He was one of the mentors in KGH. and Yes, he was. It was just so funny. And I had him on the show. I think it was for a hog episode, because that guy could play. Mm-hmm. Oh, he could. And so I was just like, hey, uh, Doc McStuffins, tell me. And so I was expecting this little girl voice to come. And he's just like, well, first you take the hogs and you just go and right... just what happened to doc mcstuffin those funny names just always make me laugh and there's admiral snack bar or something yeah
4: you might remember loblaw just before you took off for greenhouse the guy we let in scab sandwich one of the best of the worst names out there i had to let the guy
2: ew (laughs) (laughs)
4: that's so disgusting
2: yeah that's pretty bad That's so
4: gross. We kept him for a little while because, you know, he just had the best Oh, name. my God. I mean, when your leader is rancid meat, you can't, you can't throw stones. Yep.
2: <laughs> you can't turn away a scam sandwich. Yeah.
4: And I think my account name just kind of set the tone <laughs> for K2, I think. It was just, you know, okay, yeah. Halligan, okay, that's a useful tool. And we just found out he wasn't really a useful tool. But uh, it, it looked good on paper. <laughs> Yeah, blah <laughs> la, blah. I mean, everybody respects la, blah 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 blog. Yeah, I got to spit it out. Oh. <laughs> Another
1: driving force. Yeah. Oh dear. <laughs> well, I remember the first time, Rand, when you called me, and you're like, "Hey, uh, would you be interested in you know being a guest on the show?" My wife's like, "Who are you talking to?" I said, said me." She just kind of looks at me. She's like, "You're such an idiot." <laughs> but the thing is, we've all had that same conversation with our partner, right? What are you talking about? Clap. Oh. I want to stop right now
4: just to point out that that's twice now that you've tried to do a Canadian accent.
1: Yeah. <laughs> are, are you going to try and blend in? Uh, I'm practicing. I'm practicing. It's for my great return, the Canadian-based podcast. No, yeah. unfortunately. <laughs> yeah. Oh, jeez, you guys. <laughs> you guys met in person? No, we have not. Yeah. No, not at all. Yeah.
2: I met a few people at the uh, the Clash Live events. Uh, Slim,
1: is
3: Slim
4: still around? Yeah, I haven't seen him in a long time. You know, I haven't heard from him in years and years. I I got a text from a while ago. I'm sure that he's okay. He last I heard, he had actually married uh, another Clasher from back in the old days. Yeah, Penny, another one of the LexCorp crew, and they had a. Had a child. I don't know any further after that, but last I heard, they were doing well, and yeah, Slim was a big help. I mean, Slim sent me a sweatshirt that he had, one made for him and one made for me, just with the K Farmhouse logo, and he had, you know, K2
1: Leader on it and everything. He was such another great guy. Oh, what a guy. <laughs> yeah, he was, he was in the greenhouse for a little while, too. He was on one of the episodes. Yeah, that's why I'm hoping you can
4: dig those up. So.
1: Yeah, I really got to find those. I got to figure out how to get into this broken Mac, do whatever, kicky-do that you do to make Macs work. That'd be really funny to listen It's probably just all sorts of cringeworthy material that I, you know, that I probably don't want to hear. But for the for the good of posterity, I should I really hope you can. And again, maybe I can just touch on a subject that I
4: haven't explained to a lot of people. I was the one doing all the editing and, and the publishing of the the original podcast. And then when the original feed went down and we had to restore it, all this stuff got wiped out because GoDaddy sucks. I'm going to say that right here. I don't care if you, you have a sponsorship. But in rebuilding it, yeah. uh, I have to mention Fox. Fox has been around longer than me and Hal or anybody else, really. At the end of the day, I think she's been around the longest that of everybody. She was in Kent Greenhouse when Hal got there to a visit, or maybe she wasn't there in the October, but she was there before. Oh, she was.
2: Oh yeah, she was
4: there. Okay, so thank you. Fox has done everything in the back end, all the server stuff, the Discord community that we have, the contacts that we have within Discord that make it better. She's been a pivotal person in building the family and helping manage a lot of different things back in When it was just a small little thing, she helped me so much in kind of organizing all the files that we had because I I really wanted, when we rebuilt the library, I wanted to try and publish them in the date that they were. So everybody could kind of go through and learn a little bit of the history that we had through that time progression and so I'm hoping that Loblaw can put their episodes in because I'd really be disappointed to have lost that really the the conversations that you had with people were really special and I think that even though the content may be outdated the the communication it still is worthy of experiencing you know sure the people that you got to talk to they they really are so unique Mm mm-hmm everybody that's been on.
1: Yeah. Well, that's one of my favorite memories. So I did an episode with Fox, like a clan leadership, just tools of clan leadership, both like kind of the technical tools that we were using and just kind of philosophies of leadership and how we felt about it. And that that still to this day is one of my favorites. She's just such a a moral center to kind of the community. and She's got like the tech chops and all the stuff that we rely on. But just kind of when you need to know, when you need to have like a voice in your back, of your head saying, "Well, I don't think this is right," or whatever. That's that's kind of the voice I hear, even though you know I've never met her or anything mm-hmm. like that. But we've had many conversations and many chats and such. She's in the DNA of, of this entire community. I think, yeah, yeah, absolutely for sure. She still does so much for us too. Yeah. Yeah, yep. absolutely. But yeah, that's that's probably one of my favorite episodes that I did for the greenhouse, at least, was the the one-on-one I had with her many, many moons ago. And and nobody remembers it, but me, probably. So.
0: <laughs> well, guys, I can't believe that we are actually out of time. I think we're going to just have to have you all back to do another episode, because there's so many things that we still want to talk about and go over. So hopefully we can invite you all back.
1: Let the old men ramble some more.
0: <laughs> <laughs> I'd, I'd love to do that. but.
1: Oh, I'm sorry. One more thing. I, what I want to do, I came with a list of questions about Clash. I'm going to have to get somebody to answer these. Like, who is this fourth hero? And for, for that matter, who is this third hero? And how do you use them? Like, sometimes he flies and sometimes <laughs> he walks. So I'm going to need somebody to explain all this to me at some point. So, yeah. <laughs> oh, my gosh. <laughs> Hal doesn't even know what questions to ask.
0: We'll definitely do that on another episode. Do you guys have show notes that you want to do, Ram?
4: Um, I'm going to shout out Miss Sudo because she took over when I just decided to have my brain fart. (laughs) And, you know, she's, she's just been there for I I can't even count how many years now. Yeah, Mm -hmm. I've just I've known her and she's always been there. And her progression through the game, never mind just the friendship that we have has been incredible. Mm -hmm. And all the people that I know through her, you know, it's just so great. So yeah, she'll be my shout out. And this piece that she wanted to say, I did say that I was going to talk a lot of crap about her and I did Good. I really do have a lot of crap to talk about her, but
1: I'll save it for another time. How about you, Lobla? I mean, we've already talked about Fox, but I, I think my shout out is really to these mm. two guys, Hal and Ran and also our Cooper Katie and Natalia. You know, I mean, they're not necessarily part of the community now, you know, or is, is, uh, they don't have as big of a touch point, but really the four of them, I, I mean, the the work and drive and of determination it takes to get something off the ground to achieve escape velocity from this atmosphere of you know gravity that's just pulling you down and that takes a lot and for those four to really power through and get through that so the rest of us can cruise on on the work that they did that's exceptional and i don't think they realize it and they they play off like they're laid back and this and that but there's fire in all four of them that made this happen for all of us goes that saying i don't think any of us would be this connected without those four really making this push how
0: about you Hal? any shout
1: outs um yeah you know i'll just uh, shout out the uh, the, the three headed monsters as, as
2: mike put it um the future tony and uh jj doing great things with the clan still so uh they're they're, they're my heroes
0: uh rusty how about you do you have any shout outs
3: oh i'm glad i get to go first so i can <laughs> shout out the three wonderful guests that we have you guys have been a great time you make it you guys make it easy for us to have a podcast because the conversation is, is flowing with you guys it's never ending I, I love it so i'm looking forward to hopefully doing this again with you guys and i wanted to just uh, shout out you guys for having that appreciate it thanks buddy that's so nice
1: glad to be here yeah, that you, that you thank you thank you very much
4: thank you thank you so much
1: how
2: about you peter thank you guys for being here it was really fun and I'd like to shout out the other people that helped me set up the Town Hall 14 war, uh, Inc. and Morgan and Raz and, of course, Kat. Thanks, guys.
0: And my shout outs, uh, again, thank you very much to all our guests today and to my co-hosts and uh, also to Butters. He couldn't be here. So I'm gonna just give him a shout out. Missy Butters, come back soon. And I just want to thank everybody for listening. And please send us your comments or suggestions for the podcast or any clan or player spotlights and questions. To at KGH Podcast on Twitter or on our Discord at discord.gg slash ClashFiles.